everybody. Welcome to EdTech Tips in 10 CETA Sessions. I'm your host, Elena, and I'm here with our special guest, Holly Soboroff. She is the Instructional Technology Consultant at the Office of Teaching, Learning, and Technology. Holly, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I, I work with Academic Technologies team, um, and a lot of the work I do at Iowa is, um, you know, training, um, meeting one-on-one with faculty, writing documentation to help people better understand how to use their technologies. And I guess, yeah, kind of random thing about myself right now, I've picked up embroidery over kind of quarantine last year, and I've been sticking with it, and it's it's been nice because it's sort of like combining coloring and poking at the same time, like you get to color with sharp objects, so... That's awesome. I love that. Do you embroider like while you're watching TV or is it like a fully engaged activity? Um, I would say like, like while I'm listening to podcasts or music usually because I, I can't like go back and forth watching, but yeah, usually I'm listening to something and it's kind of nice to do while I'm doing something else. That sounds awesome. I think about those of us who work in technology and look at, you know, screens all day, how nice it is to have hobbies that don't involve screens. Yes. Nothing, nothing wrong with a good show, but Yeah, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Holly, you're here today to talk to us about Top Hat, which we are really excited about at the Office of Teaching, Learning, and Technology. So let's just start off with an easy one. What is Top Hat? So Top Hat is, we we call it a student response system, but um, basically what it is, is instructors can embed questions into their lectures or have questions that are available during their lectures that students then answer, usually using their phones or some other device. It could really be any device. And then the questions are are graded if they want them to be graded. They can be uploaded. The grades can be uploaded to Icon. It's it's kind of like the old clickers, but a lot smoother and, and with a lot more options. Awesome. Yeah, I can see why we're excited about it. Um, so I know that Top Hat does integrate with Icon. Can you tell me more about the Top Hat Icon integration? Right. So I, it's like our old system, I think people had to like download the any answers or any information. It didn't really in- integrate with Icon. With Top Hat, you can connect your course with Top Icon and then set up kind of however you want the grades to appear. So you could have one top hat grade that appears for the whole semester. What I see a lot of faculty do is they just have the latest group of questions from the latest lecture appear as one grade. So they get a grade for each day that they participate in top hat. And the way it's set up is that um, pretty much there's just a button in top hat that you click whenever you want it to sync with icons. So it's not a constant sync, but it's really easy to just click the button choose what you want to sync with ICON, and then those grades get uploaded to ICON. Awesome. Yeah, that sounds really kind of simple for instructors who are who are looking to, to do that integration. So uh, what do you like about Top Hat? Like, why should instructors use Top Hat? I really, I mean, what I really like is that you've got different levels of active engagement that you can use for Top Hat. I think what the vast majority of our instructors use is they're using it for for quizzing or in lecture questions. So they can ask their students questions to kind of see what they understand and also to encourage students to pay attention and participate. The nice thing is then kind of based on how students are doing with the questions, you can adjust your lecture if you need to, you know, if you're realizing, oh, wait, they aren't getting this right. And you have kind of the ability to adjust on the fly, you can do that. 
and yeah, you also have that active engagement. Students are encouraged to be paying attention, to be taking time to answer the questions. But the other thing I really like about Top Hat is that it's really flexible. So again, most people are using multiple choice. That's kind of the easiest. And I think that's a really great way to get started. But Top Hat has in-class discussion features um, that especially if you have a TA or, or kind of students to help out, keep an eye on, can be really useful. And they have a lot of different question types. Um, you can also make the questions available as homework. So if you want to make it available, say students who missed class, um, specific students who maybe had a good reason to miss class, you can do that. Or if you want to make them available to all of the students in the lead up to a quiz or a test to review, you can do that. Or homework to everybody, that's really, that's available. Um, and then they also have a lot of different question types. So you can sort of organize the questions in a way that works best for you and you can ask the sorts of questions that work best for your content. Awesome, that's a lot. It, like, Top Hat does a lot. And like you said, it's really versatile. And uh, when you're talking about discussions, it reminded me of an instructor that was explaining how they used Top Hat discussions. And I thought it was really cool that students can answer each other's questions in the discussion. So while the lecture is happening, if there's a student that is just quite a bit ahead, like they already know that the content, they can still be engaged by answering other students' questions in the discussion. So it's a really great way to engage all students while you're lecturing. Yes. No, and I think the discussion feature is one that not a lot of people are using, but can be really cool. And and yeah, I think think I've 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 heard yeah, the same instructor. And seeing like how students are interacting with each other, um, they're engaging with the content. And I think that's that's really cool and kind of a really powerful way to be using Top Hat. Yeah, and, and I also feel like as we, you know, transition more into in-person classes and Zoom becomes less common across the university, that this Top Hat discussion feature in a way kind of replaces Zoom chat. Um, not completely and not exactly, but it has a similar has a similar function. No, and I think that's a really um, a really good comparison. Um, I think if anything, Top Hat discussions give you a little more functionality with Zoom chat because you could sort of thread. And I, I know, like, like yeah, really, you can have really good back channel Zoom discussions. And I've been in trainings where people have these really great discussions going on in the background. With Top Hat, people can sort of stick to the same topic and sort of like, you know, things are grouped together. So if you miss this discussion, you can still respond to this person, even though there's like 14 other comments about other things and the conversations moved in different directions. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Cause I, I know some students who are, who really relied on Zoom chat during online classes to ask questions. And so this is a, a cool replacement. Mm-hmm. And I also know Zoom courses, I think when we went online over the spring, about half the people who are using Top Hat stopped using Top Hat. And I think that makes a lot of sense when you're adding new technology to a course, you really need to think about how much I'm adding. Is it worth my time? On the other hand, the ones who kept using Top Hat had really good experiences with it and found that when, when they decided it was worth it for them, that they added a little bit more than, than Zoom was able to add. And again, that worked really well for them. So um, if you're using Zoom, thinking about whether or not Top Hat would be a good fit, that might be worth thinking about. Yeah, because Top Hat is not just an in-person tool. Right. Mm -hmm. Although there are some features that, like the attendance feature that can only be used in person. Right. Well, and they have, 
two forms of the attendance feature. One doesn't have to be in, like kind of their basic default attendance feature. It doesn't have to be in person. It just, the, so you, when you take attendance, if you want to use the attendance feature in Top Hat, you show a number to your class and um, they type that number in to show that they're in class and they can see it. Um, but yeah, there's a, a geolocation attendance feature that you can turn on where students, they can't be on a laptop. They have to be using a phone or, or similar device. They turn on their Bluetooth and their location. And by kind of looking at who's around in the class, they can tell if students are in that class or not. I know that's not a good fit for every class, but there have been some instructors who've had really good experiences with that. Okay, uh, last question or a semi-last question. We kind of talked maybe a little bit on this. Um, what is one of the coolest ways you've seen an instructor use Top Hat in their course? So the back channel discussions, I think, is a really good option. Another one, though, that I've seen instructors here talk about, and I read a really good article about that I thought was really cool, was using like polling or surveys. So you can use it to quiz your students, but you can also use it to survey your students and, and kind of ask them about what experiences they're having. There's a lot of kind of different ways, even the multiple choice features you can use to spark discussions. And I think that's, that's a really good one is sometimes asking students, what did you think about this? What did you take away from this? What are, you know, which character did you hate the most from the novel this week can be a good way to spark discussion where it might be hard to kind of pull answers out, but you can say, okay, you know, this is what most people thought. Does somebody want to give me an example of what they thought? Yeah, exactly. Allowing some students who, who may not feel comfortable always raising their hand and speaking out loud to, to share their opinion. Mm -hmm. um, is there a way to make that polling anonymous or will it always? Yes. Yep. And, and you've got, um, yeah, the polling you can make anonymous. If you make it anonymous, it's not graded because then you can't even see who answered or who didn't answer. So if you wanted to be asking, you know, some kind of tougher questions, and that might be a good way to sort of, you know, or even get students' opinions on this. You know, we're going to be discussing this. What is your comfort level with certain things? You can make the polling anonymous. The discussions you can also make anonymous, either anonymous so that you can see who's answering what, but the other students in the class cannot. Um, you can also make it completely anonymous so nobody knows what anybody is writing. Yeah, I'm glad that option's present because I feel like that makes polling a lot more comfortable for students, especially when mm -hmm. it's like personal experiences like that. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much, Holly, for, uh, for joining us and uh, for sticking with me on my first uh, solo hosting experience. Um, oh, it's been fun. Yeah, I, I hope we can have you on again in the future, and we'll see you all in episode 11. The Office of Teaching, Learning, and Technology is also offering a Top Hat users group, which will meet on Zoom on the first Thursday of every month. If you're interested in being a part of this group or getting more information, please contact Vicki Malloy, you can contact her through her email at victoria-malloy, that's M-A-L-O-Y, at uiowa.edu. If you ever want to book a consult with one of us, the CETAs, the Student Instructional Technology Assistants, feel free to send an email to CETA, that's S-I-T-A, at uiowa.edu, and one of us will get back to you to set up a meeting. All right, okay. see you soon. See you soon. Bye.